0: All right, all right. Here we are, dude. What's going on, brother? Not much. Um uh, getting together. Just getting together. So, we're really really pushing the podcast. Um you know, it's 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 interesting to me because there's just so much. You know, when we look at humanity, we have to think about, you know, how long are we here on this planet? How long are we here? What what are we contributing to the planet? And right. at the end of the day, We all go through experiences. We all go through the same stuff every single day. So if we can continue to build our book of knowledge and leave that information for the people that come after us, that's where I really feel the podcast is is, is a benefit. Because Mm -hmm. people can go back and and take different things that we've learned and experts that we've spoken to over the years and apply that. Yeah, they really can. I've learned so much over the last 10 years.
1: Every 10 years, I learn, and I keep learning, and I keep expanding.
0: I feel like I've learned more about life in the last six months than I have in the last 40 years. Really? Honestly, yes. Um, You and I, how long have you and I been friends? Three years? Four years? A little over four years. Already? Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? It's going by quick. Hella quick. And then we've known each other for like... like 10 years. 10 or 11 years. Yeah. So... Um, what's really interesting is just in the last, I would say two years, Yes, you've completely changed my life. Yeah. You've done like 180, dude. Like you've completely changed my life, bro. And it all has to do with your mindset. Pretty much. I think A it's lot. all mindset. 100% yeah. of it is mindset. And, and I think that's where I really wanted to take today's show is, is that, you know, if you go back and you watch old episodes of of this podcast, I mean, because right. when, when you look at the John Robert Quinn podcast, you're we're pulling episodes from all of the radio shows that we did over the right. years, all of the video content we've done, interviews with with business owners and so forth, and you know, even though there's no chronological. You know, chronological order on the episodes, yeah. on on the podcast. You can see older episodes and new episodes. You can tell the difference, you know, how much I've aged. But at the same time, the level of maturity from, like, when I started on the radio and my right. entire life was about how flashy my watch and my car was to where I'm at today, I really don't give a shit what people think. I'm right. kind of like, I'm just doing my thing. Yeah. Um yeah, we even did an episode where we were like, you know, showing off each other's watch yeah, collection and watch stuff.
1: collections. And...
0: and um I don't even have a watch collection anymore. I've got just the one and this is kind of like it's my heirloom piece at this point, right. right? So I just, you know, I want you to tell me I mean, I know what you've what you've done, but I want you to talk mindset and tell me what why is it so important? So
1: before when I was growing up as a kid, my family had restaurants. So I always mm-hmm. grew up from day one, I was in like a cookie store and then pizzerias and different types of restaurants. And so by the time I, by this time in my life, I thought we would have had a hundred restaurants mm-hmm. just because we went from like three to five, six, seven, eight by the time I was 18. Mm-hmm. And then the whole world turned upside down. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a brand new car when I was 16, and then access to other cars
0: that I could drive.
1: I mean, you had, you, you've had you
0: had some fucking badass cars over the years. You yeah. and I both have been, have been car collectors right. most of our life.
1: So, my dad's always had a bunch of cars, so I grew up with my dad leasing cars and buying new cars every year, almost since I was like 7 or 8, until mm-hmm. I was 18, And he took me on every car deal with him to make sure I knew how to buy cars Mm -hmm. and stuff. And when we, in the year 2000, we lost a few businesses and had to downsize and
0: move out of houses and,
1: like, the whole thing, like...
0: Lost oh everything. yeah! and it well, was like yeah, that, whole but that was that was all part of you know the 2008 nonsense bullshit no
1: this was 2000
0: this is 2000 2000 oh shit this is like before all
1: this that. is before 2008 Got it was it. like an you know how there's bear markets yeah and yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: bull markets and so this was during that one mm-hmm. like 99 2000 is when we closed down all the restaurants and kept two or three and it was um uh, very mind altering for me because i my credit went bad couldn't lease cars my you, uh, my it, parents
0: wouldn't co-sign for cars when anymore. when did you open your cell phone store
1: when i so i did my cell phone store when i was 18 or almost uh, actually i
0: was 20 so i was 18 so, I was 18, 19 when I did my first, my first cell phone. So him and I have, I don't know if you, if you've watched our shows in the past, you'll see that him and I have came from two completely different walks of life, different regions, different everything. Um, like I said, you know, uh, we, we've we known each other for about 10 years now, but we've both done the same shit. Yeah.
1: Which like, is really it's weird. It's like, almost like a timeline match. Almost. Yeah. It's know? so
0: bizarre. Yeah.
1: And, or we've had the same experiences
0: we've all we yeah. and we've owned all the same cars yeah like, Which it's fucking super weird it's like oh so what was your experience like with this car Yeah. and
1: so like we went through that and then everything got better and then we had three restaurants and then my parents were buying another house again finally and So So
0: everybody... When you guys had the house in Carmel, was that in your teen years or was that after? That was in 2005. So that was later. 2004. So they did really, really well
1: after everything. My mom saved our butts. Like, she got a hold of a lawyer. and That's why you have to close down the restaurants that don't make any money. Mm -hmm. Keep the ones that do. Mm -hmm. Then you file bankruptcy and you have to... If you do... I forget what chapter it is, but you're paying back basically like 10 to 20% of what you actually owed. I don't remember. I think it's 11. 11 sounds so. right. And um, so they had to restructure everything and then the court had control of the bank accounts. Mm-hmm. But then they finally got to the point where they paid everything off. Mm-hmm. And they were debt free for the first time in my whole life. My dad's always been in debt. Like yeah. Millions of dollars. Yeah. And... It really changed my mindset because my dad would buy everything on credit mm-hmm. credit card this credit card that at mm-hmm. least this car, at least that car, mm-hmm. and then we'd go over the mileage and he'd just trade it in, be upside down and get a really good deal you know? I know that one, yeah, and I learned that one too we've done, we've all done that, and so you get used to that, but then it gets to the point where you're so upside down you can't even trade in the car you can't do shit, it's like yeah you're t- grand upside down, and yeah. you're like. You can't even sell it and get out of the hole. Yeah. And then yeah. your credit's maxed
0: out. Yeah. And you can't pay it off. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Yeah. You get, you're hosed and they keep you doing that. Yeah, I know. On purpose. I know. And they and you dump it and you get into something else and start over and. It's a cycle. It's a really, It's, sh- it's a really shitty cycle. And
1: you get used to the, well, their explanation is the car's under warranty. So, oh,
0: brand new, it's under warranty, right? So, when when you and I became <coughs> friends, you know, I was I had just left radio. I was still I still had some billboards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like so stressed out like all right. the time. I just had bills coming out in my fucking ears, yeah. dude. I had you know, I had my Harleys and I had, you know, my Mercedes and I had that Mustang bullet and fucking some Badass watches and some badass guitars, and I lived downtown in a high rise on the fourteenth floor. I mean, I had bills coming out my fucking ears.
1: Yeah, you had the Harley, the Mustang, the two Mercedes, two brand new Mercedes yeah. Benzes. and they both were breaking. They were yeah. like the whole engine, dude. Yeah, I was like, you're gonna be over the mileage and stuck with this car.
0: Yeah, I know. It's and really then the engine's
1: up. gonna go out at fifty thousand. We years, went to fucking.
0: We went to L A. um we did our talking shit episode down in LA and came back yeah the Oscars that was when Will Smith slapped uh, Chris Rock and on our way back um, fucking check engine light comes on we've blown the motor yeah. <laughs> fucking blew the motor coming home 23,000 miles on a miles. fucking brand new car I was like dude didn't your other SUV that has the, the same brand engine, new 2021 fucking mercedes suv blew the motor too yeah. no but you you came to me and you said bro you need to chill and you know hearing that is um it kind of threw you
1: back at first like yeah, you're like it's what almost are you talking about it, well like, i got almost, the cars
0: it's almost I, like it, it's almost stuff. like a disrespect but it wasn't it was like i'm really concerned about I you. it's almost of, like an intervention
1: yeah i was concerned about your health Dude, like going to hospital like once a month. I know, at emergency room, like, yeah, throwing up, and you couldn't sleep, and you're calling me about this. You told me
0: you told me that my skin was was all pale and shit. Yeah, like, I'm like you're yellow. Like, (laughs) what's going on,
1: bro? (laughs) (laughs) You should be happy if you have all this shit, not fucking dying.
0: So, so (laughs) one day you're not gonna live. No, no, no. Seriously, I've seen
1: so many people at a restaurant that come in, and they. are they're doing the same shit. They're buying their Porsches. Yep. yep. Blah, blah, blah. And they're out drinking every day.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're in their 40s and 50s and they're dropping off like flies.
0: They're soft.
1: dying from heart attacks.
0: It's so fucked up.
1: Man. I had one of my friends who was 48 last year, passed away. He was, he owns a real estate company mm. and they were flipping houses. Boom. My- watching our. A forty nine er game on his couch. My brother in law is uh,
0: my brother in law's forty eight. He's he builds forty nine. He builds mid rises, mid rise apartment buildings. He makes millions. He's had three heart attacks. He's forty nine fucking years old, and he's not over. He's not overweight. He's not heavy set. If you looked at this guy, he's like Tom Cruise.
1: No, all these people I'm talking about are like they go for runs in the morning, but they drink. They're stressed out. He doesn't so drink. They drink.
0: He doesn't drink. He right. doesn't do drugs. I mean, he's, but, like a, he's a super Christian, you know, but still, yeah. I mean, you know, three heart attacks. I'm just like, I don't want that, dude. No, and you were going there. I know. You
1: were like having heart palpitations that one time. I'm like, dude, you need to slow down. And you always wanted to drive your car, which was fine with me. I used to be the same way. I was, when I had the cars <laughs> brand new, I was like, no, I'm driving. I'm driving because it's a fucking brand new car. You're like, yeah, why you did I want to get in your car? Like, yeah right
0: i got red leather fool
1: (laughs) so it's like of course you want to do that but then after all that stuff happened to me where my family went bankrupt we lost the businesses i thought we would have had 100 like it was a big mind burst for me Mm -hmm. like it screwed me up for like two years Mm -hmm. and my parents wouldn't help me co-sign for cars like because was company cars that i was driving Yeah, yeah so i didn't have any credit so i had started from scratch after that happened and I left the restaurants for a while and I came back, worked it out. And, but I redid it on my own and I was driving a car that was seven years old, but it was still, but what I realized is everyone that I hung out with didn't know what year it was. I know. And they still thought it was a nice car I know. because they didn't buy cars every year or every six months. Like my dad did. I
0: got into your X five, um, and I'm just, like, looking around. And and this is after, you know, I'm sitting there with my new Mercedes Benzes And I'm like, bro, you need to get a new car. And you're like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And I get in your X5 one day. We go to lunch or come to record one yeah, of our shows or something. Because yours was blowing up more <laughs> and, and I looked around. and That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it was in the show. Yeah, it was like
1: two years after we've been hanging out. <laughs>
0: well, I took your cars. I'm like, that's fine. So, I, you know, I'm looking at your car. and I'm like, this is a really nice fucking car. And I was like, what would you pay for this? And you're like. Uh, eight grand two years ago and I'm like I'm doing it all wrong I and mean, that was that was like that was like the one seriously like one of the pinnacle moments of my entire life <laughs> where I was like holy shit I'm doing it all wrong yeah because people don't know what we know You we
1: assume that everyone knows all the information we know well
0: after both those Mercedes those, those engines blew I gave them their cars back I told them they can just yeah, go fuck like, themselves I'm paying 200 a month was I zero was, down
1: out of my pocket I was,
0: for this car. Uh, I was at 1700 a month for those two cars. $1,700 right. a month. Plus so, insurance. Yeah, plus insurance was 300 a month, yeah. yeah. So I got rid of the cars, and uh, I went and bought a 2010 Mercedes, and it's so, so funny because... People that know it. Uh well, there's some people, the haters out there that go, Oh shit, what happened? Quinn's gone went go, Quinn went out of business or Quinn's broke or so I got more money now than I ever had. Right. And and I have a car that's old, but who gives a shit? But it what's so funny is the day I brought it home, the neighbor comes out and goes, Oh my god, dude, how business doing good? you yeah, I mean you bought a brand new another brand new Mercedes. Nobody realized that it was thirteen years right. old.
1: Because it was an excellent condition but it didn't
0: cost me Pe- anything
1: right and people keep those kind of cars in really good condition in the garage they maintain them this was like this was some right old car, man's car have amazing
0: cars you know so i the first thing i did is i went to the mercedes dealer and i was like "Do you guys have a service records on this thing because i was really worried about yeah you guys. were like stressing you're like, like is it taking t- 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 care what if it goes of?
1: down it-? i'm like dude relax you could always rent a car
0: Yeah. and it's they had yeah. like 108 pages of service records. It had been from day one until the day I bought it. No it had even, been serviced by Mercedes-Benz. And no one even sat in the back seat ever. Yeah, the, cars, like, the car literally like the looks guy funny. just parked it. But the point I'm making in all of this here is, you know, you've calmed me down. I no longer am like chasing this illusion of I have to have all of these really rich and extravagant and bullshit things. and And then my wife and I... We started going minimalist. Mm-hmm. We realized that we didn't really need any of that stuff. Right. And we've become minimalists. Yeah. Like now we're going through cabinets and selling shit just because we don't use it. What do we need it for? Right. You know, and then, you know, you take, you sell a bunch of crap out of a cabinet, and you, you know, you make five or six hundred bucks. And now you put the money away and then wife's like, you know, I want these shoes. OK, great. There's money in there. Go buy some shoes. <laughs> you want this. OK, great. You know, and it's like, you know, I think that, you know, in America, I think one of our problems, you know, we could do an entire episode on on economics. But I think what one of the issues we've got in America is, is that. We all just chase our tails. We're yeah. we we, ha- we we're chasing this illusion that, that shit is going to make us happy. And shit does not make us happy. It makes us more stressed. Well, what's it really what's really fucked up is that I don't work now. Right. Because I don't have any bills. Right. So I don't so have y- to go to work. Which means that I'm fucking relaxed for right. the first time in my life. And then people are like, how the hell did you retire at 40? Well, I don't have a bunch of shit that I don't need anymore so I don't have to go to work.
1: Right. And you're still driving a nice car. And you enjoy drives and you have your dog. I tell you what,
0: that is the nicest fucking car I've ever owned. Of all the cars I've owned. It's amazing.
1: I'd take my car to the if you ever nice want to sell it. Car. I'll just buy it. It's a nice fucking it. car. And then I'll just sell one of my cars.
0: <laughs> it's a nice fucking car, man. But but, but nice. again, you changed how I see everything. Just yeah. because I I don't I don't even think you did it intentionally, but no, you know, what we, I
1: wanted to do is project what I've learned over the last twenty years from going exactly where you were, leasing cars all the time, trading them in because I was upside down on the mileage, or selling them and getting another one, and you're always chasing it, and then each time you're raising your payment just fifty bucks, fifty it's bucks, only fifty, and bucks. then all of a sudden. To you have three payment. cars <laughs> and a jet ski and then you total your brand new car that was like for we're referring, was S2000 we're referring
0: to as s2000 man that was-
1: i had three cars payments and a jet ski payment and i had this brand new s2000 not even six months spun out in the ring crashed it right in between the thing yeah. they totaled it because the headlights were so expensive that's and my shift. credit was so stretched out, I couldn't qualify for it to replace yeah, the car. Yeah. So I had to sell the jet ski. I had to sell the next car. And then I finally got down to getting rid of my car payments. And then I saved up and I bought a 98 Ford Explorer. And this was in 2000. It was like 15 year old car, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, but know what? It was so nice. It had 90,000 miles mm-hmm. on it. But I got it for six grand uh-huh. in January and it was like yeah. dark out. Yeah. I lost my job, but I had no credit. Well my credit was shot, but Yeah. So my dad was like, Okay, I'll let you borrow it. And he helped me give me six grand and he's like, You can pay me back. And then I was getting unemployment checks. And, and this was how old were you? I was twenty five.
0: We've so all like, fucking been all... there.
1: I had to start over. I went bankrupt. Yeah. Like I was starting over, and this mindset, I felt so free because now that I was going bankrupt, I wasn't trying to pay all those bills. Yeah, Just yeah, like yeah, so then I started having money in my pocket, and then I started a detailing business. That's right, yeah. And this was after the cell phone business uh-huh, uh-huh. and stuff because I was, WorldCom went under, and I was on stuff through WorldCom, and it yep. got all yeah. That was part of my debt too, <laughs> <laughs> and so. When I finally felt that freedom of not paying the bills and not stressing every second, every day, like, I'll have to pay this one and I'm going to do this and this just to pay that one next week or next month, right? And it was like this freedom just came over me. I'm like, I don't need the nice car. I feel happier now with the 98 Ford Explorer than I I did with the S2000. I know. It's sad. And I was like. And then within a year, I bought a Corvette convertible, but a '91 uh-huh. instead of a 2005, uh-huh. right for eleven and five, eleven grand, and I had that for a little while. And then and I had, sold it, and I made a thousand dollars. And you had, then you bought an Escalade. Right? And then, after that, I had all the cars I ever wanted in high school, like uh-huh. a Jeep G- 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 Cherokee, an Escalade, uh, three BMW convertibles.
0: Miata's. You fucking like, love your BMWs. Yeah. I'm such a Mercedes guy, and he's a total BMW yeah. guy. It's so and funny. And then I had an
1: SLK, and then... You've did. You you had. You've had your fair share of Mercedes. You've yeah, had, like, four I've of had, them. Yeah, I've had an E300. E-Class. And I had an SLK. And now you have the CLK. And then the CLK.
0: Yeah, so but I've that's just like an investment piece. That was just a... That's just an investment piece. Just a flipper. Piece. Yeah.
1: But... After I started doing that, I started making money on cars because mm-hmm. I'd buy the nicest one for the least amount I could mm-hmm. buy mm-hmm. drive it for two years, and then I'll check the blue book value and it's still worth what I bought it for two years ago. I'm like, "Fuck, I'll sell it and buy another one
0: yeah, and yeah. I was
1: so I'm still buying new cars, but it's ten years old, yeah, yeah. right, so I put a hundred thousand miles on the car, no penalties, no lease penalties, and I maybe still. And two you sell or three, four thousand on maintenance. Oh, yeah, but you do that. But that's anyway. on any car you own. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and then I sell it for what
1: you pay for. It. I didn't lose any money. Uh-huh. I literally sold it for what I bought it for, or a thousand less. Where when I was leasing cars or buying new cars, you lose thousands and ten thousand, twelve thousand,
0: fifteen thousand. So to wrap so this, this mindset. Yeah, to wrap of, this episode up, I, I you know the hell is all that to wrap this episode up i thought it was like in my headphones. yeah for a i was minute. like what? what is all that um you know i you know if you're still in that you know chasing the, the, the chasing your tail in that rat race um you know ch- chasing as i call it chasing the illusion of of happiness really assess what it is that you're going after if you know if you're you know, making that twelve hundred dollar car payment and then busting your ass at work, and your kids aren't getting what they need because you're never home. Really, start thinking about, you know, why? Why are Why are you doing that? I mean, are you just unhappy? Or are you trying to keep up with the Joneses? Like, really, what is it? Um, and uh, it, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. You live your life the way you want, but I can tell you. You know, there's a, something Robert Kiyosaki said in one of his books, and I'm going to close with this, is he says, you know, you know, I've been rich and I've been poor, and I'm happier rich than I am poor. You know what, honestly? I'm happier poor than I am rich. I'm happier having less shit, less things to worry about, more money in the bank, more money in, in my safe, just, you know, just living my life, not sitting here worrying about, oh my God, how are we going to do this, or how are we going to do that? It really is nice to just be... To get up in the morning and go, okay, let's do a podcast today, and right. then and then let's go get some lunch, and we'll call it a day. Yeah, you know, and that's 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 what life is all about, really, and leaving it really your is. mark. You know,
1: and that's the thing is you have to enjoy every day. Find something that makes you happy, the smallest thing that makes you happy.
0: Think, do that and do it twice. Yours is Disneyland and you do it every five weeks. Yeah, I do
1: it like It drives me crazy. So, I know, you're like, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> it fucking drives
0: me up the wall. But you
1: gotta see how happy my daughter is and how happy we are
0: in oh, the moment. No, it's we, amazing. No, we, we talk and I see the pictures and, and honestly, you're not gonna get those moments back, dude. No. No, and, and, and one of the reasons I don't understand that is, you know, we can, we can get the, get into that in another episode, but, you know, I didn't really have a childhood so I don't understand what those things really are. Right. Um, so, you know, No, you're definitely you've you are teaching me so much like i said you've taught me i've learned more in the last six months about living life and enjoying life than i have in the first 40
1: and And learned just as much from you in the opposite direction that
0: the business and stuff
1: always wanted to write a book Mm -hmm. and the fact that i met you and know that you did it multiple times i'm like what the hell i could do it if you You did it, yeah, because we've done all the same stuff, (laughs) right? And I was like, "You're an idiot! If you can write a book, I can write a book." (laughs) No, we both had the cell phone stores. We both buy cars. We both like we've had the same paths. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "What am I doing wrong?" Well.
0: And then my whole thing was on. my whole thing was uh, again that's another episode too. Yeah, yeah. But b- creating intellectual properties, I you know I, I don't believe in in being you know it, when you when you sell cars for a living for instance you work at a car dealership. I did mortgages for a little while. You know you might be the top dog on the thirtieth of the month, but come the first, you're back to zero. And I I just I think that's really a stupid way. You're you're putting yourself in a box. And right. and by creating intellectual properties, we can create a pro- product one time and then get paid. Paid on it for the rest of our lives, right? And if we can leverage that, if we can create, let's say, over our, our over our lifetime, if we can create a thousand products, right? And those thousand products over our lifetime generate um, ten dollars a month per product. It's ten thousand a month, and that's more than enough to do whatever live whatever type of lifestyle yeah. you want. You could you can live in the biggest, most beautiful house for ten grand a month, right? You know, but yeah, yeah, so. so- All right. I'll just say, mindsets. Easy peasy. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. And make sure to hit like and subscribe if that's where you're at. And of course, if you want, pick up up a copy of one of my books at Amazon or just go to jrqtv.com. We'll see you around. Bye-bye.